This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to Side Side P Show. You guys, that was a special, special introduction from the one and only Logan Lee Pyatt. What, 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 what? You guys, what an intro that was. That was hands down the best intro for Side P Show ever in the history of Side P Show. Yes, that is Logan. He is kicking it all off because we are sitting in our hotel room together in Hawaii. Yep. We took a family vacation. We came to Maui. I'm recording from our bed in Hawaii, in Maui. And Logan Lee is here with me. Vivian is in our my mother-in-law's room taking a nap. Thank the Lord. Logan is here being a rock star with mommy. We're playing. We're having fun. We're having a date while daddy is off getting a massage. Go figure. So Logan wanted to help me with my intro today and what a co-host he is. Logan, everybody is so excited to hear you today and for you to kick off Side P Show. Thank you for coming on spending your time with us. I know you're very busy lining up all your airplanes, cars, and toy popsicles. We are having so much fun. And we come back to the same place every year. We've probably been coming here. I mean, since before Logan and Vivi were born, we've been coming here with Josh and I probably, I don't know, 10 years almost. The same exact place. It's so easy. It's so comfortable. It's so phenomenal. And not only that, Logan went head first down the slide, like rock star status. But this place has such special meaning because I might have tapped in, in, into it before, but I had a very difficult time getting pregnant. They said I would never get pregnant naturally. I tried IUIs, IVFs, went through the whole gamut, got pregnant, not pregnant, got pregnant, not pregnant. It was just a lot. So, Finally, after the second round of IVF, like the fourth IUI, pregnant, not pregnant, a couple of times, Josh and I were like, we need a break. We need a break. Let's just go get away. So we came here to, to Maui in, in Hawaii and we just relaxed. We drank a lot. Sorry, look, we did a lot of shots. I don't remember many of the nights. Came home to start our third round of IVF and I was pregnant. So after 
forever of them telling me I would never get pregnant naturally. Everything we went through, all the shots, all the hormones, all the stress, the ups, the downs. The, it was very difficult. All we needed was some Maui, Hawaii time and lots of tequila. And we were pregnant with our little souvenir, Logan Lee Pyatt. He was the one that made it. He was Hawaii strong and he was our biggest, greatest miracle. So Hawaii is so special to us for many reasons, but obviously, you know, our firstborn, our first miracle ever, Logan is from here. Um, so it's always going to be extra, extra special in our hearts. So, you know, I was thinking about pre-taping this before we left, but it's just so special here and magical. And I just wanted to get in the Hawaii vibe and share some of the fun with you and share some of the little behind the scenes of, you know, why we love it here so much and why we love coming to Hawaii so much. So yes, we're here. I have my co-host Logan with me uh, and I need to catch up on Bravo. It's insane right now. Of course, Beverly Hills off the charts. I heard, I have not seen, but I heard that Erica once again in her mouth running it and saying some very not nice things to Gar Garcelle's son, who's what, 14 years old. Now you guys, that drives me insane. And like zero tolerance for that ever. And I've not been a fan of Erica anyway, because she just can't just own anything and just say sorry. But as I'm looking at my son, let me tell you what would happen if someone ever spoke that way to my children. It wouldn't end pretty. And I can tell you that my true friends would not then be behind the scenes laughing about it. Okay. So Yes, I have lots to catch up on. I have seen when I wake up at 4.30 a.m. because it's 7.30 normally and I can't sleep here. I've seen the social media. I need to catch up on all of the amazing shows. But it never fails. The drama, drama, drama with Beverly Hills off season is almost more fire than what's going on during season. So that's what's happening here. I wanted to give you a little sneak peek into what's happening in my life. I wanted to have the greatest co-host ever introduce side piece. And not only that, I'm so extra freaking excited because of my guest today from one of my absolute favorite shows outside of any housewife show. Before I tell you the special guest today, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to all my crazy stories. Thank you for tuning in every week. Thank you for the love. Thank you for loving side piece, for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and telling all of your friends to, for spreading the word. You guys, I just appreciate it all so much. I work very hard to make this awesome for you and get the best, coolest guests. I just so appreciate you and your love and support. And again, I just couldn't do it without you. And yes, Logan, of course, I could not do it without you and Vivi uh, and the baby daddy. Yes, of course. So thank you guys. Thank you for everything. Uh, I can't wait for you to listen to today's episode. It is so good. And I will see you next Wednesday. You guys, my guest today from one of my absolute favorite Bravo shows. 
I have been hunting this hot hunk down for so long. After I had Vishal on, I was so determined to get his best friend and his business partner on. I love everything this man stands for, everything he represents. I love him. I love his story. And I'm so excited to be able to share with you today on Side Piece from one of my absolute favorite shows, an absolute hottie, hottie, bombardi rock star. It is the one, the only, Amrit Kampai. Oh, hi. I'm so excited. When are we, when are we coming back? When are we coming back? When are we coming back? I honestly wish I knew. I, I, I know as much as you do. Uh, Bravo has announced that we're coming back for season three. So we're really excited about that. Um, I yes. don't hopefully as soon as possible. Um, I mean, I oh, need Nicholas, it. Do you want to say hi real quick? Oh, what, what, what? Hey, Hi! Oh my god, I thought he had no shirt on at first. I was like, yeah. Oh, you really got a show. <laughs> Hi, congratulations, by the way. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh my thank gosh, you. by the way, that's what I should start. Huge congratulations. Are you like, what am I wearing? Yeah, actually, we just came back from the gym, so my ring is in the on the bookshelf. But yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, we've been together for so many years, yeah. but Definitely, it feels fun to say the H word, husband. Um, you know, before it was like, oh, this is my boyfriend, it's my partner, significant other. They felt very like significant other feels so formal. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so husband has like a nice little like endearing touch to it. So that's been fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, but nothing's of- different. Like it's not like we're like twenty two anymore, and yeah, exactly. we've been together so long. It's like, what do you think is the difference, though, by actually having a husband being married? I think I mean the commitment factor, right? Because like before, you were like, oh, you know, we get in a fight, but now you're like, okay, now we're married. Like it's not as easy to just get in a big fight and like walk out the door and be like, this is done. Like it's a marriage, right? Um, so there's that, um, and then there's just. I don't know. He he um he says it's different now when he's with my family. He feels like more more part of the family than ever before. Aww. You know, that's amazing. My husband. So now my mom has a son-in-law. That's <laughs> First, incredible. Aww. Yeah, so. I love that. Are you guys thinking like kids down the road? I hope so. We both really want to be dads. Um, we've always wanted to be dads. Uh, I think he. I think we'd both be great dads, but I do think he'd be a way better dad. Aww. So we're looking into it, but we're just kind of like enjoying a little bit of the uh, post, you know, post-wedding quiet, Um, especially in summer. We're doing a bunch of traveling this summer. So we've kind of like shut that off for a little while. And then I'm I'm sure once summer's done and we've had some time to recover from the wedding and everything, we'll start thinking about it again. By the way, soak it up, baby. Let me tell you, I have a four and a three-year-old and it is a shit show. around the clock like around the clock I was doing something and I hear my son like knocking on this game I'm like do we have to play like a game where you're knocking (laughs) loudly and it's like resonating into my like anyway like three in the morning on a a Saturday all day sleep never again 
you know, like nice sex, never again. It's like, hide quick. I'm too tired. <laughs> enjoy sex whenever you want it. Enjoy the quiet sleeping in. You're never going to get any of that. It like ever happen. again, ever again, ever again, which is fine. I don't want to have sex with my husband anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> until, <laughs> until, until you're 18 and then they're <laughs> yeah, totally. So who do you think is going to have kids first? You guys? Or do you get asked this a lot? No, actually, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I mean, you know, I'm married now. Vishal is married now. I don't think Bali's having a kid anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready for it. I think she has her one and she's happy with that. So, I, I mean, either one of us, it might be us. I really couldn't tell you, though. Is Vishal, is, is, are they on the, like, baby train? I don't really ask them. You know, I, I realize like it can be a really sensitive topic for people. Yeah. I've learned like don't ask you know, newly wedded people like, oh, when are kids coming out? Like you never know what's going through someone's head. Right. You know, if they want kids, if they don't want kids, if they're trying, if they're not trying. That's like one thing I've really learned to be sensitive about. So unless someone like talks to me about it, I try to not be so nosy. So I really haven't talked to them about it. I know for us, like it's a process, unfortunately. Like it takes time, you know, we don't know what route we want to take. We don't know how we want to do it, where we want to do it, but we do know that it takes a lot of time because we've talked to LGBT parents and they've told us, you know, it, it's a, a lot of it's a waiting game, you know? Um, so that's a tough question. Hopefully it's us. <laughs> I hate that though. It's such like a, like you said, it is such a process, right though? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Anisha like, I'll carry your baby? Is anyone, are your friends like, I'll carry your baby? Does anyone say that ever? Ollie jokes about it. <laughs> that would be incredible. She jokes about it. I, and I think sometimes she's halfway serious. <laughs> but I'm like, Bali, I don't, I don't think you should carry her baby. You're like, let me start with the reasons. Why. Is she so like, you know, obviously you and Vishal are like the closest. You guys are best friends. You have your business together. Who is your like, he's out of the picture my first call I need something my first go-to it's it's Bali after Vishal it's Bali um we sort of you know growing up we were not really in the same age range you know we knew each other we see each other at parties and stuff but she was all like she's always the older one she was older than I was right and you know how it's generally girls tend to mature faster than guys a thousand percent always a case especially when you're kids and you know you're growing up so we really got close like later in life in our adult years. And I remember thinking like, wow, this girl is such a badass. Like she's totally not doing like the traditional Indian, you know, thing. And when I, when I was, you know, coming out to people, I remember this was like over a decade ago, we're in Chicago and we're at a restaurant eating sushi. And, and that's when we started really getting close. And I was like, Hey, by the way, like, I think I'm gay. I, it just felt so nonchalant with her because it wasn't like I was telling this person who I thought would judge not judge me or not know how to process it I was like oh it's Bali like she's just a badass like she's not gonna care and she didn't her reaction was totally like okay like whatever let's just drink more sake you know so it was like you're like I'm one spicy tuna and I'm gay <laughs> yeah, essentially cheers essentially and I got to the point like putting aside Bali and like how close we were for me coming out I got to a point where at the beginning, it was all these serious conversations and it was just so mentally exhausting that towards like the end of my coming out to my friends, I was just like, yeah, ex exactly what you just said. Like, let's get a vodka soda. Also, I'm gay and let's get a shot of, you know, it was totally. like 
be part of like natural conversation. Cause I was like, why is this so exhausting? This shouldn't be a thing. So um, did you start with the process? Like who was like the first person? Was it a friend? And then you get it out with friends and you get comfortable. Then you move to family. It was definitely friends first. You know, Vishal was one of the first people I told. Yeah. Um, some of my law school classmates were some of the first people I told. And it was always like, in a drinking setting, you know, it was always like when we we're out or we were at the club or we we're at like a party because like you have a couple of drinks and you muster enough courage to be like, okay, this is not the end of the world. You can tell this person. And that's sort of how it started out. Like one by one, like I remember I told, I told Vishal and I would, I told my, um, my really good friend in law school, my really good friend in law school, I remember she, usually I would tell someone like at night and then I would, the next morning I would sober up and then like, just be like, oh my God, oh, what shit. oh shit, like I messed up. I hope they don't remember it. For the most part, people wouldn't bring it up the next day. My one friend, Melissa, Melissa. There <laughs> you go. She's the she's best, the next, I can already the, tell. Oh yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> well, she was this like super liberal, grew up in, in Northern California, San Francisco Bay Area. So like had a ton of gay friends growing up. So she, the next day, I remember, was like, let's go get brunch. And I thought maybe like, okay, let's go get brunch. I'll have like a mimosa. And then she brought it. She's like, we should talk about what you told me last night. And I just remember my heart sank because it was the first time anyone had ever like followed up with me about it when I was sober. Right. Um, I know we're totally off topic, but yeah. No, I, this is amazing. Like, this is incredible. I love it. One that. of the moments I really, really remember. And I, and I remember telling myself like, okay, I'm a, you need to start talking about this sober you know that's it's really unhealthy when you're just you know telling people when you don't remember so I remember we talked about it and then slowly it just became so much easier to have the conversation with people and then you do it again and again and again like okay now it's just like a script <laughs> so then finally you're like I'm telling my family so then I realized like I had told my brother um I realized I needed to tell my family and I did it like really strategically because I spent my last semester of law school in Shanghai. I did like a study abroad program. That's awesome. So I realized that like I was going to be out of the country for six months and <laughs> in China where, you know, I had a phone, but you couldn't really talk very much. Drop the bomb, please. Yeah. So I, I did exactly that. It was the holidays right before I was about to embark on this journey and I told them and I kind of needed to just get away, you know, and it maybe it was a little selfish on my part, but I, I think it gave like me some time to process. It gave my family some time to process, my parents some time to process. Um, and I just had to rip the bandaid. I mean, I tell people you reach a certain point, like it feels really nice once you've told friends and peers and they're okay with it. It's, it's such a great feeling, but that like ultimate feeling is when you tell your mom and dad, because Who's the most, who are the most important people in your life? Your parents, you know, your family. So it's like telling them is really when a load is taken off your, your back. And when you feel like, okay, I did it. You know, there's, it's, it's telling family. So it was tough, but they've come a long way, you know, as, as you've seen, and I'm sure other viewers have seen on the show. My mom is like, super. Super. she's, she's just an angel. <laughs> my dad too incredible so they you come home and they're like hi do we need to talk about this again after you come home from your like <laughs> from my journey yeah we did well the thing is i when i first told them 
I was really clever. And I don't know if it was intentionally, maybe I told them I was bisexual. And I, and I think it was also me trying to figure stuff out still. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I think a lot of it was because it was an easy which works in both ways because for me it was easier but for her she's like okay then maybe there's still hope <laughs> hey you weren't born last night baby this ain't real blonde yeah so, so then I came I came back from China and it was graduate it was actually my graduation weekend from law school and that's when I that's when I kind of broke down and, and told her like I you know, I, I said bisexual, but I think it's gay. Um, so that was just a bomb and for them. Um, and it, it did take them some time to process. You know, a lot of people see me at a point in my life where I have advanced in so many ways, you know, and unfortunately you don't get to see like my life prior to, you know, right. family karma coming out. So a lot of people didn't get to see that struggle, but it's, it was absolutely still there um it's it's you know I tell people who ask for advice you know because I I had a uh an outpour of just support obviously once the show aired and just people wanting advice and people wanting to talk to me and I've I've tried to be there for people as a resource and I always tell people I said listen if you you are at a point where you're going to come out you have to realize like you got to think about the you know the consequences you have to be ready to risk you know, friendships and some family stuff, because you never know how people are going to react. You know, thankfully, I think we live in a generation where it's more accepted and it's understood and, and people support it, but you never know, you know, what's going on in someone's head. So I try to tell people just, you got to mentally expect any reaction from people, bad or good. It's just know? sad that you even said that. Like I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you say, okay, you want to talk about someone that you love, but be careful of the yeah. consequences. I mean, right. yeah. it's just, I can't even, and in the Indian community, was that yeah. like an extra? Yeah, yeah, absolutely it was because you don't really see too many out and proud Indians. Now, I, you know, even for me, I remember when I first moved to Chicago after I graduated from law school, I probably knew like one other gay Indian person you know, and now I go back to Chicago t- 11 years later and I, and I do actually see not, they're not swarming right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. more and more. So for me, that's such a positive sign, but there's still so many South Asians that are struggling with it because our, our culture is so conservative. You know, our families are a little bit more traditional, you know, for me, I wish I had someone when I was growing up on TV that looked like me, like I, you know, I knew there were gay people out there as a kid and I'm in college, but they were never Indian. You know, there right. were other backgrounds, other ethnicities, but it would have been cool to see someone who was Indian gay on TV. So um, I do think it, it, it's another layer of just complexity when you're Indian and you're trying to come out. But were you like, okay, this is so challenging in the struggles I have to go through, unfortunately, and horrifically. It's, you know, I just, I can't. But then were you like, okay, I want to put this on TV now? Were you nervous? I was more nervous for my parents because again, I had come out to my immediate network. You know, I, I was, you know, of the mindset that when I was ready to come out, it was going to be my, my immediate network. I didn't force my parents to tell their friends. I didn't force my parents to tell their family because I thought that was really selfish. I, I thought that would have been really selfish of me because that's their network. And 
it took me so many years of my life to get to a point where I was comfortable just even saying gay out loud and saying wow. I'm gay and all of that stuff. It would have been so unfair, right? To be like, okay, now mom and dad, you have to do it. And I've given you like a week's notice. You, that's not fair. So I, I let them, I, I told them, I said, listen, I'm not expecting you to like tell all your friends and families and neighbors and et cetera. Like when you're ready to tell them, you know, you tell them. And then, you know, family karma happened and then I was like okay well now and I sat down with them I said guys like are you ready because this is it I mean we're going <laughs> this is like a, we're in the car we're going on the drive baby <laughs> this is Let's our go. public, public announcement to everyone you know we have cousins all over the country that watch it we have cousins abroad that watch it you know cousins in India and Dubai and relatives that are watching it so I told them I said I you know let me know how you feel because this is it like this is going to be my public coming out so I, I wasn't, I think they were a little nervous, but, um, but they, they want to support me. They've always, you know, been my biggest proponents. So they said, you know what, let's do, it. we'll do this together. And whatever happens, we'll deal with it together. And we did. So after season one though, and you guys are kind of watching it back, right? Cause everyone says there's three different parts of it, right? There's filming, watching it back, the reunion. So it's, you know, it's kind of different you know, doing a show. It's just three yeah. different parts, big yeah. parts. So after the first season and watching it back, were they like, we don't want to do this again? This is a lot. Or were they like, I love this? No, I think they, I think they, 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 they loved it because I think the response and the reaction from people were so positive. You know, I would show my mom messages that I would get from people that said, you know, they watched the show and they were inspired to come out to their families. I would show her these messages and I would say, mom, like, you're really having an impact, you know, on people. And, and reality, TV, reality TV is fun and the drama is fun and all that stuff is really exciting. But to have like an impact on someone's life and to make even one person's life easier, then it's all worth it, right? So, and she, she got messages from other moms of, of, you know, South Asians that had recently come out, like, how did, how do we process it? How do we deal with it? So I think they were, they, they were all about it after season one. And then, and obviously season two was even more of it because I came out to my late grandmother. So that was just, just more of my development and my life story. And again, everything's been so positive from people that for them, it's absolutely worth it. And for me too. So then the final straw is you have to talk to Nani. Did you know, plan, want to do it on camera? I think it was just the timing of everything. Yeah. I was getting to a point there. There were a couple of like moving parts to this one. I was getting to a point where I didn't want to lie to her anymore. Yeah. Every time she would ask me like, who are you with? Who are you dating? Who's your girlfriend? When are you getting married? And especially after my older brother, before my older brother got married, he got married in 2019. So before he got married, it was easy. I'd say, you know, an Indian tradition, usually the elder sibling gets married first. I love that tradition. You can't pull that shit off anymore after they're married. Now what so, do then we they, so then they got married. I was like, oh shit, what am I going to do? So then um, I just, I kept, we kept lying to her. One time she asked my mom why Nicholas would keep coming down on vacations, you know, this is when we were living in Chicago, like years yeah. ago, down for vacation in the summer for holidays. And she's always like, why is he, why does that guy keep coming down? And then one time she asked after we got Theo, like, is that Theo's caretaker? And 
my mom saw this as a chance to be like, oh, perfect. She just <laughs> went with it. She said, yep, he helps, he helps Amrit with the dog. And then my grandma's probably thinking, wow, my grandson is doing so well. He has paid He's home. a dog walker. Yeah. He's a caretaker that, for his animals. travels. Yeah. So it was just like this, like, this lying, just continuous lying to her. I know, and I know it was stressing my mom out. It was stressing me out. Yeah. Like one component, we just wanted to stop lying to her. And then the second one was, I was ready to propose. You know, I'd been with Nicholas for so long. You know, he wanted to get married ASAP. He was always, he always knew, you know, sooner than I did that this is what we want, he wanted for the rest of his life. So that was the other thing. Like, if I was going to propose to him, how do I lie about that to her? Yeah, like, there's no more lying, you know? So, it's just the time we got all, I knew I needed to come out to her and I knew I would only be able to propose until I did. So I did it. Um, and you know, the rest is history. Are you happy then it all played out on camera? Yeah, I back? am. I am happy. Um, because again, it's, um, I tell people, sorry, I just got a little, um, I tell people that we can all agree that coming out is really difficult. I don't think anyone would say coming out is easy. Right. But how many times you get to see that conversation happen in front of you? You know, how many times do you get to see what words are used, what sentences are used, how you're conveying your thoughts? And then not only that, how many times between uh, a 93-year-old woman from Pakistan who lived in India, who came to this country, there's no word for gay in Hindi. Like, there just isn't a word for gay. So, like, how do you explain that to her? And her hearing was not the best. Her English was not the best. So... It was just, it, it, I wanted to show people that you can do it regardless of the circumstances. Um, you can make it happen if you really wanted to. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it happened the way it did. You know, unfortunately she did pass uh, pretty soon after that. So I'm glad I was able to be honest with her, even if it was towards the end of her life. Um, just because I think I would have had a lot of regret. Yeah, for sure. Honest with her. So I think at the end of the day, everything worked out for the best. I'm really sorry about her passing. Um, yeah, my a, grandma was my best friend. Like she just passed a few months ago. It, like really? talking every day. Yeah. So like you got, it was just, it was crazy. That's another reason. Like yeah. you're so sweet with her and so close. And like, that was my relationship with my grandma. Right. It's just like, yeah. I still call her every day and I just leave yeah. a message and. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. So, like, I understand. I, it's tough. It's I'm tough. so happy, yeah. though, that you got to get that out, though, like you said. Yeah. Because now she knew, she knows, you can move forward knowing that she knows. Do you think that was, like, the hardest thing you've ever done? One of the hardest things, for sure. For sure. One of the hardest things, because there was just so much going on in my head. I didn't want her to look at me differently. I didn't want her to you know, hate me for it or be disappointed or be embarrassed. You know, I, I just, I didn't know what to expect. I don't know how, how she would react. So it was tough. And, you know, I felt like a little kid, you know, I was what in my thirties successful lawyer, but I felt like in that moment, I felt like a, a little kid again. So um, it was tough, but you know, things in life that are worth it are never easy, you know, nothing. Ever. It makes you, it makes you a stronger person. Was it hard too? Because you're going, I mean, look at what you're going through, right? You're coming out, you're, you're coming out to your nanny on the show. And then your best friend is having a lot of issues with his 
fiance, girlfriend. Was that tough for you? Because you're like, oh my God, I have a lot of shit going on in my life, but I'm trying to be there for you. It is tough. And it's just, um, it's just, it was a reminder to myself that like, we always have to remember that everyone's going through some battle and everyone's on some sort of journey. And, you know, just because this is my battle that I'm fighting, you know, coming out, being honest, my grandmother, he has my, you know, he has a separate journey and fight that he's battling. And, and you have to realize like, it's not, well, whose battle is harder than whose, like, it's not like that. It's not like a, a competition. it's not a competition right, exactly. totally. it's not a competition everyone's going through something and we just have to empathize with the other person's going through and i say well my issue is worse than yours like no that everyone's issues are everyone's issues are hard and everyone's issues are important just because you don't understand doesn't mean it's not important you know but that makes you a good person there's a lot of people that are like no no no. but i come first and what i'm going yeah. through matters right like you're yeah. a great person and a great best friend i mean i can't imagine what he was going through when i was talking to him i'm like how I was trying to put myself, listen, I always say I love doing this. Right. But most importantly, I just love to meet amazing, awesome people and like talk to you and like hear your story and everything like that. And so I'm sitting there thinking as a married woman, if my mother-in-law hated me or my father-in-law did not like me, I just, you know, it was tough. Like I felt so bad talking to Michelle about it. Like, and they were in it. I mean, how are, yeah. Are they, is anything better? Uh, I do think things are better. Um, I think his mother, listen, I agree with you. It's, it's got to, and first of all, that, you hear that noise? It's your dog. It's the Yo, <laughs> he's like, I hate her. Can you please close? She's making me freak out. Oh, um, he's, he's, he's just, is he dreaming? Yeah. Oh, see, it's my soothing voice. I'm right. It puts him to sleep and he's so comfortable that he's just having these sweet dreams. And he has these like little snores. <laughs> You're already a dad. You're yeah. already a dad. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I was gonna I was gonna say, I can't imagine how hard it is to be in a marriage or relationship where like your spouse's party parents, you know, are difficult they don't you know they don't get along with you it's got it's just relationships are so stressful as it is yeah. it's just another layer of stress right so i do think things are yeah way better i think he's doing a better job of communicating which Vishal is not the best communicator right he <laughs> Bishal, even admits that he admits that <laughs> yeah. yeah like being his best friend you know childhood best friend and he's my longest lasting friendship i've seen such a change in him i've seen him able to communicate better i've seen him be way more emotionally available mm. which i'm sure like risha appreciates and i'm sure even her mom appreciates that as well because they just communicate with each other right it's all about talking things out right. um so i'm hoping things are, i think things are better hopefully things just get better from here on out with them so it's just less stressful for him. I mean, and plus with his issues with the collide, like the, his cold, I mean, all that is, yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I have, again, I have stomach issues too. And I'm like the stress that it does then to your stomach. Like, it like triggers everything. Yeah. Everything. Did he not, you were, you know, I know you guys were best friends for so long. Did he never ever think once that you were gay? I don't think so. Never. I- no, only because like I was quite the Casanova. <laughs> oh, with wait, with the ladies. Yeah, with the ladies. 
for I mean when I was not out you know I wasn't doing nothing <laughs> Wait a minute, but at one point were you like okay I'm having sex with a woman and this just does nothing for me yeah that happened all the time that that happened all the time in fact I would just be there and be like, I need, and it would kill me because I knew that I was just messing with, you know, this person's head and I would hate myself for it because I wanted to be honest with them. And actually there were a lot of them after I came out that I reached out personally, people from high school, from college. And I said, I said, listen, I, I want to just be honest with you. It was never about you. It was always to do with me. You know, I, I was gay. I was struggling with my sexuality. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't ever want a girl to feel like they weren't enough or there was something wrong with them. I mean, unfortunately, I probably did that to some people because I was struggling with my own issues. Right, of course. But that was another reason why I just wanted to stop that. I wanted to stop messing with people because it wasn't nice and it wasn't fair to them. So, but yeah, I, I was never in a like serious relationship with girls, but I definitely like, I had emotional, you know, attachments to girls. <laughs> so are you, do you talk to any of them still that you like? Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like that you hooked up with and now it's like, they're like, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Some of them, not all, yeah. Not all of them, but some of them for sure. I'm sure some of them, it might've been like a light bulb going off. Like, Oh my God. How did you not see? Now I make sense. <laughs> it really isn't me. It's you. But he, Bishop, but he seems so like sweet and naive and like about certain things that I could see him not even thinking no. about it. No, he, yeah, he didn't. I mean, listen, I, I never played sports and things like that. But other than that, I don't think my personality is just not that type. You know, I wasn't the most flamboyant. Um, it's just me. So, and again, we'd, we'd go out, I'd talk to girls, I'd be with girls at clubs. So he didn't think twice about that, you know? That's why even my parents or my mom was like, I just wasn't expecting that. So some moms are like, okay, we knew that since you were a child. But my mom was like, I had no idea. That's insane. Yeah. So where do yeah. you hang out with? Like, obviously you're best friends with Bali and Michelle, but do you, will you hang out with Brian or Anisha, people, Monica? Will you hang out yeah. with them when you're not filming? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all live so close to each other. Um, and obviously our lives are super busy with work and traveling and stuff. But when we're not, like I saw Anisha last week, I saw Monica and Rishi a couple weeks ago. We love hanging out with Monica and Rishi um so yeah we see each other a decent amount and we'll see each other at, like big community events big parties like right invited to the same parties whether it's like an anniversary party or someone's like 75th birthday um we like see each other there we'll see their parents you know Vishal's parents and my parents live very close to each other so they go they probably see each other multiple times a week oh my god I love that yeah, yeah. we so need to have family nice. karma babies can we get on this shit please I know, I know I'm taking up all your time. I could talk to you. I don't need to tell you how excited I have been to talk with you. Like beyond, beyond. Oh, beyond. thanks, Melissa. Like beyond. I, I think you are so absolutely strong and brave and incredible and doing what you're doing and showing what you're showing. So awesome. thank you, Melissa. Thank you. And really I'll keep you posted when this is coming out. Yeah, keep me posted, and I'm excited for season three. Hopefully, everyone's excited for season three. Yes, we are. And where can everyone find you and your amazing underwear that I bought a pair of, by the way? Oh, yes, um, underweardanceparty.com. Super easy, underweardanceparty.com. Uh, big things are in store for that as well, so stay tuned.
All right. Well, listen, thank you. You're yeah. incredible. I so appreciate it. Again, big kisses to Nicholas. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Thanks, um, Melissa. Can you post it when you're here? I will. I will. Okay. So we'll be in touch. Talk Bye. To you. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. Bye, hon. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S-I-D-E-P-I-E-C-E-S-H-O-W at Side Piece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.